Welcome back to the Love Your Story podcast. This is our Thanksgiving edition. And what we're doing this week is the second annual Stories of Appreciation, Giving Thanks. Ralph Marston, author of The Daily Motivator, said, Make it a habit to tell people thank you, to express your appreciation sincerely and without expectation of anything in return. Truly appreciate those around you, and you'll soon find many others around you. Truly appreciate life, and you'll find that you have more of it. Oh, I love his quotes. They're always so wise. And today his quote is going to usher in five stories of people who took the second annual appreciation challenge. What is the appreciation challenge? Well, last year in episode 62, we had the first annual stories of appreciation episode where I asked specific people to identify someone in their lives who was underappreciated and to show them profound appreciation and then to share with us what that experience was like for them and for the person that they had shown gratitude to. Stay tuned to hear these personal stories of sharing appreciation and get ideas for how to plant these seeds in your own life. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Hello, my name is Cindy Jessup. I have deep appreciation and gratitude for my older sister, Lori. She's nine years older than me, and we have nothing in common and are not at all alike. In fact, the other day, someone met her and she told that person that she is my sister and they didn't believe her because we also look nothing alike. As I thought about who I wanted to recognize in appreciation, my sister came to my mind because she serves silently. She's introverted and she doesn't make her presence known. But if she sees that something needs to be done or someone needs help, she's always willing to jump in and help. Some of the things that she's done for me include sewing a button on my shirt, making apricot jam for me to hand out to my friends for Christmas presents. One day she came to my house and vacuumed. She is always willing to lend a helping hand. I appreciated her by having a conversation with her. I am busy working and I don't often take the time to just sit down and chat. I invited her to my house and we sat down and I um, had created a meal for her. And I just told her how I feel about her and how much I appreciate all the things that she's done for me for so many years. She teared up a little bit. I recognized that she doesn't receive a lot of recognition and she's not often told that she's appreciated. So the experience helped me to realize that 
I should and will in the future express gratitude more often, especially for those who have a big impact on my life but are consistently there. So maybe I've taken them for granted, like my sister Lori. Hey, hey, this is Jen Anderson. Oh my gosh, what a fun little thing to do. So I was sitting there and I was thinking, who am I going to reach out to? There's so many wonderful people that I can express gratitude to. And as I was pondering on that, I had the thought to reach out to a lady by the name of Renee, who many years ago, when I first was starting my business, so we're talking 10 years ago, I crossed paths with her through networking in a business situation. And we quickly became friends and we connected and we hung out a lot and we were doing lots of different things together. And she made a huge impact in that she basically guided and directed me and made a difference in what I was doing with my business. And she helped me along and she gave me ideas and did so many wonderful things. So as I stopped and I thought about her, I decided I was going to reach out and to thank her. And she does not live in my area. And so what I did is I simply jumped on LinkedIn and on the phone app for LinkedIn, there's a audio messaging opportunity. So there's a little recording button where you can send up to a one minute audio recording to somebody. So I jumped on there and I just love bombed her on this audio recording. (laughs) I just told her how much she means to me and how grateful I am to her and how here I am a decade later with my wonderful coaching practice and all the things that I'm doing with speaking and podcasting and YouTubing and just all these great things that I do to help people in my business. And I love that she was one of the very first people who guided and directed me in that. She was a wonderful, wonderful mentor. And she came on my path right when I needed her. Such a godsend. And so it was so fun to send her that little LinkedIn message. And then I got a message back from her and she was in tears thanking me that she had listened to that little audio recording several times again and again. And then it showed up for her right when she needed it. And right when she was having a tough time and a rough day and some things were just going wonky in her life. And she couldn't believe how lovely the message was. And so I just loved getting back the message of gratitude from her as well. And it was really fun to do this and to stop and think about who has been a formidable person in my life who's made a difference and to express that gratitude to her. Even though I've expressed it to her many, many times before, I hadn't done that in a long time. And it just filled my heart with joy and love for this woman who made a huge difference for me and who today she is continuing to make a huge difference for so many others as well. Thank you so much. When Lori Lee gave me the challenge of showing gratitude and sharing gratitude with someone that I probably don't share enough or show enough gratitude to, the first person that came to mind is our office manager. She has to present information to us that we may not want to hear tasks that we must be reminded of that we may need to take action on. And it's not always the best timing. So reactions can come off stressful 
and sometimes even angry. And when I was given the challenge, this must have been embedded inside me because I immediately knew who I was going to call. So I picked up the phone and called and actually told her that there was a challenge that was given. And the first person that came into my mind was her. And it's not that I show gratitude to everybody in my life the way I should. It was that she's someone that probably wouldn't expect that I feel that way as far as not showing her enough gratitude. And so it was kind of a double whammy, if you will. So her reaction was really nice. And I definitely, of course, probably got more out of sharing that with her than she did. I don't know for sure. I have no idea what went on inside her mind. But I do know that made me feel good. And not only am I going to tell her that, now I'm going to work even harder to show an action that shows her how much I'm grateful for everything she does for us. This is Tony Reese with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, this is Robert, and I took on the challenge from Lori to tell someone I know how much I appreciate them. So when she called or when she texted me, I mainly thought of my mother. So I called up my mom and just told her how much I appreciate her. And to be honest, it was a little challenge. I got a little emotional because I truly do appreciate everything my mom did and has done for me even now and later in life. And she was very grateful. She thanked me and then she also told me how appreciated she was of me, which was great. And I'm glad I did it. And thanks for the experience, Laurie. Hi there, my name is Marty Newey, and uh, I'm excited to share some of my thoughts here on this exercise of appreciation. So when uh, Lori first asked me to think of someone that I could show appreciation to, I obviously thought, man, wouldn't it be awesome for this podcast if I could think of someone that I could say thank you to, and they would drop to their knees and just start weeping and sobbing, feeling appreciated, you know, for the first time in their life from me. And and I really couldn't come up with uh, someone that I thought would generate that kind of response. But as I thought through people in my life, someone that popped into my mind was my stepmom, Dawn Tuft Newey. And so uh, the story is this. My mom and dad got a divorce when I was 20 years old. And then seven years later, so I would have been 27 at the time, uh, my dad and Don got married. And so for my dad, it was his second marriage. And for Don, it was her very first marriage. And she's now in her 50s. So they had a great life together. They were married for 25 or so years. And then my dad passed away nine years ago. And Don is now 90 years old. She never had kids of her own. She kind of inherited this family of four adult kids and then 22 grandchildren and everything through my dad. And she lives by herself and she's a widow and she is nearly blind, is very limited physically, yet she is incredibly uh, positive and happy and, and is great to talk to. 
So I thought I'll just give her a call and let her know that I know that sometimes it's hard in these marriages where you're being married into an already existing family, especially with adult children, and, and you're not always accepted. And sometimes the stepmom, and I've heard stories where they're not tremendously generous or with money or with time with uh, their spouse's children. And sometimes there can be some challenges and None of that happened with Dawn. She's always been incredibly generous with us, and she's been such a great grandma. And I just realized how wonderful it's been to have Dawn in our life and this attitude that she brought with her from day one that she was going to do everything she could to uh, encourage my dad's relationship with each of our us kids and, uh, and to be generous in every way. So I called her. I thanked her. And she was really appreciative. And she didn't start crying or anything. But here's the interesting thing. She said, do you remember, Marty, and it would have been 32 years ago. It was a year after they'd gotten married. What happened was uh, my dad was in the hospital and for a heart situation. And apparently, I was sitting on a bench in the hall. And I thank Dawn for being so wonderful and very intentional in terms of how generous she was with us kids and her approach to being married to my dad and how wonderful it was. And I forgot this conversation, but Dawn went on to say how much that meant to her, that conversation there on the bench in the hospital. And she still remembers it from 32 years ago. And then she went on to thank me for this most recent conversation this week and went on to say, uh, you know, how much that meant to her and that it made her day. And I've talked to her since. And again, she brought up the conversation of me thanking her and said it made her day. But um, apparently I need to do a better job of, you know, thanking her every, you know, once every 32 years. So it's kind of the pattern we have going on now, apparently. And really, what a difference and how much that meant to her that she remembered that conversation from all those years ago. The other thing I wanted to express is when I was trying to think of who I could express gratitude to, I emailed or texted Lori and told her I was having a tough time. And she's like coming up with someone. And she's like, just show appreciation to everyone. And so I started doing that and uh, immediately I just felt light and happy and I was making people feel happy. I even went up to my boss and I thanked him for, you know, all he does. And uh, immediately he was suspicious, wanted to know if I wanted a raise or something. He couldn't believe that I was thanking him because of past conversations, <laughs> probably. And he felt compelled to, you know, reciprocate and give me what he thought was a compliment. He said, you know, I... The other day, I told someone about you and how you're successful, and I'm not quite sure why. And I took that somehow as a compliment. But um, this whole experience reminded me of my mom and her philosophy. And, and so, my mom has shared a couple things with me. She's now 95 years old, and she's in an assisted living center. And forever, my mom has told me, she said, you know, all we want as people is love and to be paid attention to. That's really all that we want. And her philosophy is, if you think a compliment, then say it. If you think something positive, then express it. That it doesn't do anyone any good if you think it and then don't share it. I've seen my mom, she lives this. And it's just so hilarious to watch her in action. And we went on a trip a year ago to Hawaii and she had already complimented four or five people in the little 
gate area before we jumped on the airplane. And then on the plane, I mean, as people are like walking down the aisle, my mom is reaching up and grabbing people and telling them how much she loves their hair or whatever. And so by the time we landed, you know, there was a whole handful of people that were desperately wanting to say goodbye to my mom. And, and uh, you know, we were all hugging and just had this big, you know, goodbye in the airport because my mom had made friends just on this little journey by reaching out and complimenting people. I noticed that we went on a little dolphin swim thing. She stayed in the boat and one of the assistants that was there to help us uh, swim with the dolphins, she was there in her bikini. She was in her 20s. And my mom looked up at her and she said, I just want you to know how absolutely beautiful your body is. Your body is absolutely perfect. And uh, I had been thinking the same thing. I had been tempted to say it, but um, I decided against it. But my mom was able to pull it off. And of course, you know, this gorgeous girl was uh, thrilled to, (laughs) to have my mom tell her how awesome she was. And so, now that my mom's in the assisted living center, and she's really weak, when we first checked in, someone from hospice came in to see my mom, and I was in the adjacent little room there next to her bed, sitting there on the couch, and the lights were kind of turned dim. So, this lady, she walked into the other room. I could just hear this whole interaction going on between the two, and the lady kind of woke my mom up and reminded her that they had met each other before and said, hello, my name and and so forth. And then my mom is just, I can hear she's, you know, trying to get her bearings. And, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear my mom say, you are gorgeous. And then she just said, you are gorgeous. And then the this hospice person, of course, was thrilled and they began to talk and, and pretty soon the conversation had nothing to do with my mom's health, but the lady talked about she had three boys and she'd been divorced and what they were doing and how she's doing. And then out of, again, nowhere, it seemed like my mom went on to say, you are absolutely beautiful. And so they finished the conversation and then the um, hospice lady, she came by to leave. She looked on the couch. There I was. And she said, I just want you to know that if your mom comes up missing for some reason, it's because she's been kidnapped and she's at my house. And so, you know, you'll know where to go find her. And so anyway, that philosophy, uh, my mom lives it and shares it. And it's magical the way that she's able to express appreciation and compliments everywhere she goes. And again, the idea that we all really, when it comes down to it, every one of us, We just want to be loved and paid attention to. I extend this same challenge to you. Think about someone in your life who is often underappreciated and go out of your way to show them appreciation today. This way of building connection in your life is so powerful and really so simple. Share the love and appreciation, people. It's a small and simple thing that makes the world and your relationship so much richer. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the abundance in your life and in your relationships. Create more abundance by planting these seeds for your own rich harvest. Thank you for loving Love Your Story. And remember the website, loveyourstorypodcast.com. It has all the episodes. These are also great for sharing. It's easy to share a link and send someone an episode that you think that they would enjoy. That's also sharing the love. You can buy your copy of Life, 
living intentional and fearless every day. It's the perfect Christmas gift. If you haven't got your Christmas shopping done, this is your chance. It's super easy to hop on Amazon or follow the link on the website over to Amazon. And it's just the perfect gift for the people in your life who are seekers, who want to create more connection and more self-care and more possibility in their lives. It's the gift that will give them so much more than just a simple thing, just a simple possession. It will give them opportunities to have experiences. Life has the 21 life connection challenges in there that they will get to take and participate in. So for anyone who receives this gift, it's going to start off their new year with a bang. Easy to get off Amazon, fun to give. Please feel free to hop on the website and leave any messages or notes. Also appreciate it if you wouldn't mind leaving a review wherever you listen if you love the show. I'll see you in a few weeks on the next episode of the Love Your Story podcast.